I am Candace, and you're listening to Music for Cupcakes, a podcast all about a bunch of songs that I wrote a long time ago. I kind of dropped a tiny hint about this in my previous episode, but now I'm proud to officially announce that this is the last episode of season two because we have a third child on the way and he's due in a few weeks, maybe days, you know how it is. So I'll be taking a little break while we recalibrate and adjust to being a family of five. I might release a bonus holiday episode coming out around December, but we'll see how things are going then. So for my last episode for this season, I thought I'd revisit some songs that I wrote and recorded a bit more recently. One while I was pregnant with my daughter six years ago, one while I was pregnant with my son almost three years ago, and one that I just wrote and recorded this week for my youngest child. They're not spectacular songs or anything, and I'm not super duper proud of them, but I guess their purpose is for each of my kids to have something special that was written for them, and also something that I recorded while I was pregnant with them so that they're kind of a part of the recording too, in a way. As a songwriter, I've always wanted to write something for each of my mooncakes, which is my nickname for my sweet little fetuses when I'm pregnant. A lot of people refer to unborn babies as a bun in the oven when they talk about pregnancy, so I thought I'd change it to mooncake in the oven to reflect my Chinese heritage. I guess like Xiao Bao or Bao would be more accurate because that's actually a bun, but it just doesn't have the same ring to it, you know? And I don't think I can even pronounce it correctly, so mooncake it is. When people find out that I write and record songs, they kind of assume that I'm a real musician, that at the end of the day, I wind down by taking out my guitar or sitting down at the keyboard and just jamming. But like, that couldn't be further from the truth. I do own a guitar and a keyboard, but I never ever just play for fun. I literally only use the guitar when I'm recording a loop or something for this podcast. And I never touch the keyboard unless I'm helping my daughter with her piano lessons, which she just quit. Most of the music I create these days is on my computer and it's done with headphones on. So it's a very private thing. It's funny, Playing instruments at home recreationally wasn't really something I did while growing up either. Music was an important part of my childhood, but mostly as work or as an extracurricular activity to be done out of the house. At home, I only played music for practice and not for enjoyment. I have a few memories of my parents and brother and I having fun playing music with children's instruments at home mostly when my brother was a toddler, but not so much after that. I always thought that maybe once I got my own place and had my own family, that maybe music would be more a part of my life, but 
it really hasn't. As far as taking the guitar out and serenading the kids, that never happens. And that's probably kind of weird. So these songs aren't even really songs my kids know, except that they're in the background of a few video montages that I show them every now and then. But like I said earlier, the purpose of these songs is just for the future, I guess. And for me personally, it's therapeutic to be able to write something about such a transformative experience and to have a recording of it to work on and look back on later. All my pregnancy songs are calm and sweet and comforting, I guess, except they're not really good lullabies because they don't make sense when you sing them without accompaniment. I did a previous episode this season about a lullaby my partner wrote and later recorded called Sleepy Time. Sleepy time, it's sleepy time, it's time for sleep. Sleepy time, it's sleepy time, it's time for sleep. That's a really good lullaby because it makes sense when you're just singing it alone. And the accompaniment just adds to the atmosphere. It doesn't give it any more musical context that it needs. But these songs are, I guess, pretty melodically repetitive. So you could totally sing them alone, but they wouldn't have the same impact as a song like Rockabye Baby or Sleepy Time. Close to My Heart was written while I was pregnant with my daughter in 2015. It was my first pregnancy and I was really excited. The lyrics I wrote were very focused on the feeling of being pregnant and all the emotions that go with growing a human and anticipating what it would be like to not be as close to the baby after giving birth. It really struck me how pregnancy is literally the closest you are with another human being. I wrote the song pretty quickly and pretty late in the pregnancy. I'd always intended to write at least one song during pregnancy, and as I approached the final few weeks, I was kind of like, oh crap, I don't have much time to write and record something. So I quickly put this together. So here are the lyrics. I feel you moving, kicking, pushing next to my heart, stretching, growing next to my heart. I hope you know how much you're loved. And as I sit here, waiting, praying, feeling your heart beating, racing next to my heart, I hope you know how much you're loved. Baby, you're not alone. Next to my heart, I am your home. I feel you dreaming, resting, sleeping, next to my heart, dancing, playing, next to my heart. I hope you know how much you're loved. This is the closest we'll ever be, next to my heart, just you and me, close to my heart. I hope you know how much you're loved. Baby, you're not alone. Next to my heart, this is your home. Baby, you're not alone. Close to our hearts, we are your home. I try to treasure these fleeting moments because I know someday we'll be growing apart, but you'll always be close to my heart. Please don't forget how much you're loved. You'll always know how much you're loved. The song was originally titled Next to My Heart, 
which doesn't really make much sense. <laughs> but I guess I figured if I was lying down, my fetus would technically be next to my heart. So there you go. The lyrics close to my heart are also in the song, and like that makes more sense as a title. So that's what I titled the final version of the song. Both the guitar and vocals were recorded through the voice memo app on my iPhone 5S. <laughs> Getting real technical on you guys here. My laptop was super old and the fan was very loud, so it was getting impossible to record with my laptop microphone, which is what I had been using up until then. Especially for a song that I was planning on arranging very simply. Like not much else besides a guitar and voice, maybe some strings here and there. So I figured my iPhone would be the best way to record, and then I just imported the files to GarageBand. And it wasn't too bad. In the original recording, the guitar was all real. I recorded a few different takes and spliced them together with the best ones. terrible guitarist so I wasn't super happy with it because it sounded uneven in tone and tempo. When I redid the song for Arden's first birthday video, I replaced the guitar track with a fake MIDI guitar, which doesn't sound as genuine, but it's even and consistent. I kept the vocals because that was important to me. and. I had been at some vocals at the very end for the last verse. I try to treasure these fleeting moments cause I know. Interestingly enough, I originally had him singing the melody in his range while I recorded the harmonies in my range. But for some reason, the harmonies didn't sound good anymore. They actually kind of clashed. So I went back and asked him to sing the harmony in his range, which was a little challenging because he's not a musician and I had to teach him this totally new part. And then I sang the melody. And for some reason, that sounded much better together. Sometimes that happens when a particular octave doesn't sound good with a certain part, but if you switch them or change the octaves, it sounds better, even if the notes themselves don't change. For the final version, because it was for a video montage, I wanted to stretch it out a little so I could add more video. So I included this instrumental verse, which was pretty much the same as all the other verses. But I added a tiny sliver of a melody I had written for a different video, for when we visited Seattle with Baby Arden in 2016. So here's the theme from that video. And then I kind of wove it into the bridge for this song as a little Easter egg. It's a pretty nice song, and I think the final version turned out pretty well. 
So here's the full version of Close to My Heart. A 
few years later, I was pregnant with my son in 2018, and I wrote this song, which I called The Day You Were Born. I spent a good amount of time on the song because during that pregnancy, I was doing a series of pregnancy vlogs on YouTube. I'm not like an influencer or professional vlogger or anything. My audience for anything, including this podcast, is like three people. But it was a project that I put significant effort into. And my plan was to unveil the song at the end of my birth story episode under a nice montage of the pregnancy and birth. So I wanted it to be one of my better songs and for it to have some kind of emotional impact. And I think it did. Logan took a lot more time and effort to create. I'll just say that. I didn't have to resort to fertility treatments, but I was starting to get referrals from doctors to go down that path eventually. And then miraculously, he happened. So that pregnancy was a lot different than my first one, which happened right away. So that's something I express in the lyrics for the song. I also explored the theme of life and not having any guarantees. I feel like during this pregnancy, I was just grateful for every day because I was much more aware of how delicate everything is and that even after hitting each milestone, you know, the first trimester, the 20 week scan, the second and third trimesters, after birth, even after your kids turn like 50, nothing is ever guaranteed except the time you have with them right there and then. So here are the lyrics. You were formed from hope and our prayers too. And you were a dream come true. Then I carried you close to my heart and there you grew. And I don't know what the future holds. There are no guarantees. Our hopes and dreams for the boy will be. We will try our best to see. See, this world can be a great many things. There is pain, but so much joy. And my little one, you'll know both and so much more. And I don't know what the future holds. There are no guarantees. But you should know, the day you were born, you were loved and so were we. You were loved and so are we. These songs are getting me emotional. <laughs> so, like the previous song, the guitar isn't a real guitar. It's a fake MIDI keyboard guitar. Although in the vlog, so there's like a scene of me holding a guitar, like I'm going to play and sing. So when I introduced the song, I played a real guitar for the intro. But then the video faded into the video montage and you never see me holding the guitar again. So for the video, I sneakily used the fake guitar for the rest of the song. The vocals were also recorded on the voice memo app, but this time on my iPhone 8, a big upgrade. So here's the full version of The Day You Were Born. to my heart. 
Recently, I wrote a song for this little guy in my tummy, my third mooncake. To be honest, I had grander ideas for more meaningful lyrics, especially since this is a pandemic pregnancy and the world is falling apart and all that. I was going to write something with some depth and substance. And then I was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I'm less than a month away from my due date, and I'll probably actually have the baby well before then because I'm all sorts of high risk this time. And I've got this podcast to record and a house to pretend to clean before the baby comes and all that. So I tried to write a song as lazily as I could get away with, and I did. So here are the lyrics Welcome to your life. Welcome to my arms. Welcome to this day. It's your first one. Welcome to our arms. Welcome to our hearts. Welcome to this world ever changing. Welcome to your home. Welcome to our pod. Welcome to your place in our family. So obviously, the lyrics are pretty straightforward, repetitive, and simple. One thing to make note of is the line, welcome to our pod. 
So in our household, we usually like to replace the word family with the word pod. The word family is kind of triggering for me, mostly because it's overused and kind of manipulative. Think Fast and the Furious movies or workplaces that are like, we're more of a family than a company and all that. And personally, there have been a few instances where people have used the term really manipulatively, but not consistently to get what they want. I'll just say that. So in this household, we like to use the word pod. But obviously, family is a universal and a widely understood term. And I still use it in this song. But I threw pod in there because I do like that word and it's meaningful to us. When I sat down to record the vocals, I was like, I now have this super nice microphone that I had bought for this podcast, so I can use that. It's a Yeti Nano, and it's blue, super cute, and it sounds pretty good. However, I do have some major issues with like this crackling sound. I'm sure you've heard it in my podcasts. I don't always edit it out if it's not something that's super distracting. And I'm sure it's something I could fix by like doing something pretty easy, but I haven't been able to figure that out yet. So my workaround for this podcast is to record my script twice. Yes, this is all scripted. Hoping that any super obvious crackles or other mistakes can be replaced by the alternate take. But when I used the microphone to lay down these super quick and easy vocals, the microphone was crackling very loudly at the same exact spots every time. So I got kind of frustrated and I just used my iPhone voice memo app again. It's still an upgrade because I recently got an iPhone 11 Pro instead, but it's kind of a bummer that I couldn't use like this nice microphone I bought for nice recordings. <laughs> I sang each verse a few times in a few different ways, and I didn't even really edit the takes to make a nice perfect single take like I normally do. I just combined them and I was like, this sounds natural and, and real and genuine and it gets the job done. <laughs> Laziest song ever. I think I'm calling it Welcome. It's not the most inspiring song, especially compared to the first two, but it's for our third child, so you know how it goes. But sometimes the more simple songs are more haunting and memorable, so maybe some of you might like it. So here is the mostly finished version of Welcome. Thank you. 
Just about wraps it up for the second season of Music for Cupcakes. Thank you so much to everyone listening for your support and interest in my stories and songs. I will definitely be back for more episodes. I'm not sure when, but I do have many more songs I'd like to take apart and share with the world. Until then, you can find my songs at candiskay.bandcamp.com or soundcloud.com slash cupcakecandice. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back soon. Everybody.